Your spoken image is more than just the words you say. It's how you connect with your audience, how you convey your expertise, and it's how you leave a lasting impression. Hey there, this is April Lokar with Semi-Conventional, and I wanted to talk to you about your spoken image strategy. This is an offer that isn't just about refining your speaking skills. It's about aligning your message with your mission to create a meaningful impact. As part of your spoken image strategy, we start with a personalized strategy call. Your transformation really begins with this one-on-one strategy call where we get clear on your goals. We also align on the spoken image pillars that will streamline your talking points, ensuring every word you speak drives your vision forward. And then we have ongoing support as part of this as well. Your transformation doesn't stop at the end of the call. You'll then get two weeks of unlimited audio messaging support, and that gives you direct guidance from me as you refine and implement your strategy. So whether you have questions, need feedback, or just want to bounce ideas around, I am here to support you seamlessly. If you're an entrepreneur or a professional who has an upcoming speaking engagement or a networking event, if you aspire to be an impactful speaker in your industry, and if you see value in focusing and elevating a specific area of expertise in your business, we need to talk. If you're ready to speak with purpose and passion, book your spoken image strategy session today at semiconventional.com slash spoken image. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Pillars of Thought Leadership series. And today we're focusing on the visibility pillar because your message won't mean anything if you're not seen and heard. We're discussing how to make your voice count, even in seemingly crowded spaces, using strategies that make sense to you and feel aligned. First, I have a question for you. Do you have a personal trainer, a hairstylist, a business coach, some type of service provider? When you work with service providers, you're not only signaling to yourself that it's something you're taking seriously. It brings you a level of accountability because you know you've made an investment in yourself. For me, I'm taking piano lessons after a brief hiatus of like 30 years, and I've always played piano by ear. I know that I could learn to read music and play using apps these days or by watching YouTube videos, but paying my piano teacher is an investment in my happiness and well-being. And you better believe when my weekly lesson is getting close, I start practicing more and more each day so I can prove to her that I've held up my end of the bargain and done what I needed. Now, again, I could totally learn this myself, but I know I wouldn't stay as consistent. And having a teacher who sees where I'm at and what I'm doing and being able to assess the things that I should work on and where I'm already pretty good it's totally priceless. I would likely take lots of inefficient steps and have a much longer road ahead of me to get to my goals if I was just doing this myself with apps and YouTube. When you're making a name for yourself and getting your message out in the world, it's very similar. In your journey to and through thought leadership, 
It's a massive acceleration to have someone that can guide you on the journey that's right for you, not just a cookie cutter set of steps that you got from a Google search. So if you're envisioning how amazing an experience that's crafted and tailored to you, your goals, and your message could be, let's get on a discovery call so we can see if my services are a good fit for you. Go to semiconventional.com and book a discovery call. It's right there on the homepage. You can't miss it. And let's talk through what your goals are and see if this could be a good fit to work together. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome to Her Spoken Image. I'm April Lokar, founder of Semi-Conventional and thought leadership consultant. Are you ready to make a greater impact using your unique perspective? I know what it's like to realize you're in the middle of your career and want to create a new path. I've pivoted from school teacher to corporate trainer to entrepreneur with lots of lessons learned along the way. If you want to use your authentic voice to speak up with confidence, you're going to love it here. Each episode, you'll get actionable tips to master public speaking like a pro while honing your spoken image so your message comes through loud and clear. And we'll do all this through a semi-conventional lens that blends a little tradition with a lot of feminist perspective. Sound good? Then let's get into it. As a pillar of thought leadership, visibility is massive. It's also really misunderstood. A lot of people think of visibility and hear things like PR and advertising and running Facebook ads and all sorts of things. So I want to start by clarifying the essence of visibility and what it really means to be visible. Now, a lot of entrepreneurs especially make the mistake of thinking, hey, let me run a bunch of Instagram and Facebook ads because all I need are more eyeballs on my stuff and I'll have all sorts of leads. I'll have people talking to me, knocking down my door to buy my services and all that good stuff. Well, that's definitely not the case, right? That's not how any of this works. If your messaging isn't on point, ads aren't gonna help you that much, but that's kind of a separate conversation. The point here is that Thinking about visibility as advertising or marketing is a little bit of a misconception. When you do things like run ads or even just posting social media content, it's showing your presence, but it's not necessarily engaging with your audience and participating and contributing to your field or area of expertise right? So actual visibility is about making a meaningful impact, not just being in the spotlight. And we can see that with celebrities, for example. There are many celebrities that are in the spotlight and other celebrities that are in the spotlight and making a meaningful impact on the industry or even in the world as a philanthropist, things of that nature. So there's a lot of different faces of visibility, like an online presence, industry event participation, collaborating with peers to amplify your influence. There's all sorts of facets to this, 
but I want you to think about visibility as more than just being seen and heard, right? It's that collaboration. It's the contribution to your field. Simply being present is a big part of your visibility, right? If you're in the room, so to speak, you're able to shape conversations with others. You're able to influence trends and really become a recognized authority in your space. But if you're sort of just shouting into the void of social media, that's not really enough to give you true visibility. If you've ever been in a corporate role, you know that sometimes just being in the room is really the hardest part because then others will listen to your voice. And, you know, there's a lot of things that can go into that. But it's sort of the same thing here as an entrepreneur becoming a thought leader being in that quote unquote room with others that are talking about similar things and talking about trends, really having conversations about your area of expertise or your niche, that's going to give you visibility to all of those people and all of the people they know, right? There's all of those connections that can be made. So when you're present in your space and really engaged with others or with an audience that's also interested in that niche, it's automatically giving you more visibility and positioning you as a go-to source for insights and expertise. Just think about how many times you've had a conversation with someone and they say, oh, I was just talking to so-and-so about this thing that automatically gives that person credibility because now somebody else has spoken up on their behalf and said, oh, hey, yeah, they kind of knew about this thing too. And we were talking about it. So that's what's going to happen the more you are present in your industry, your area of expertise. And by present, I don't mean just working on self-promotion right? But meaningful conversations and discussions and adding value to those conversations, that's going to give you the long-standing success rather than superficial fame or very short-lived presence uh, with other people. Next, let's talk about some effective strategies for enhancing your visibility. Now, I know I sounded a little down on social media, but there are ways to leverage social media wisely. That way you're not paying for ads or shouting into the void. First things first, pick a platform. No matter what it is, it is really hard to try and be everything to everyone. For example, the Facebook post that you put up there is probably not going to perform the same if you put the same thing on Instagram or LinkedIn or heaven forbid TikTok. So decide where you want to be present on social media. And that's automatically going to give you a couple of key hints on how you can leverage social media wisely. The biggest tip that I will give anyone about social media is when you are becoming a thought leader Keep your posts, your messaging, your videos, whatever content you're putting out, keep it very focused for at least 30 days. 
That means if you're on Instagram, for example, posting something on the timeline, the nine grid, whatever you want to call that, but doing a post or a carousel, and then you add something to your stories, you want that thing to be related. It doesn't have to be identical, but it needs to be somewhat similar to the same topic. That's going to give you consistent, authentic communication and really help you to build a strong online presence to expand your reach. That's how you use social media for your visibility. Now, social media is not the only way to become visible, despite what the apps want you to think. You can also get tons of engagement through public speaking of all places. Go figure right? And that doesn't have to be in person. It can be virtual events. It can be online conferences, or it can be things in person, right? Other things like webinars and podcasts. You don't have to be in person for that, right? You just need to be live online with somebody at some point in time. That is an area where you can create a really powerful platform to increase your visibility. If people know I can come to this person and get a speaking clip, or I can go there and hear them talking about this thing that they're really passionate about, that's going to give you so much visibility because that stuff lives for a really long time, right? Social media moves fast and it's helpful. It's a great tool. I already said, right, you can leverage social media and public speaking can give you a little more longevity on your message and your visibility. Along with public speaking are things like publishing. And that doesn't have to just be books. It can be articles. It can be acting as a resource for other people that are publishing articles or writing books, right? You can be a contributor to someone else's work. And that will also give you more visibility without the five to 10 year headache of writing a book, right? So if you already have a book, good for you. You are on a great track. And I don't want people to feel like you have to write a book in order to become a thought leader and be visible. So think about these strategies as sort of a buffet, right? You can pick anything you want and they don't all go together at the same time. So you want to pick the things that are right for you and make sense on your plate of thought leadership. Now, the last strategy that I'll talk about that is really powerful is networking. We've talked about this on the podcast already. It's super, super important for your visibility pillar of your thought leadership. So think about networking as an online and offline strategy. And I know a lot of people hear the term networking and just think, ugh, we're gonna go to some event and we're gonna be talking to people that only wanna promote themselves, right? We go back to that self-promotion problem. But it's really about building relationships with your peers, with influencers in your area of expertise or your industry or your niche, and potential collaborators. Again, that's where the magic can happen is in networking with those people. Building a relationship is what I mean by networking. 
not going out there and like in a speed dating style meeting hundreds of people in a week. It's about the follow-up that happens after those types of things where you're building a relationship with the people that you've actually connected with. So finding people that you vibe with that have aligned goals or a good crossover with your audiences and you don't have to agree with everything they're doing or the way they're doing everything, but you should be able to work with them as somebody that you respect and feel like you would want to offer mutual connections to. Because again, keeping that self-promotion out of it, we want to build that relationship, which means give and take. For me, there are some people that I've met in the most random circumstances, but because we used it as a networking opportunity and said, oh, hey, you know what? I think we'd really like to stay connected and follow up with each other. And we actually did. And we felt like we had a lot of things in common, whether that was audience type or where we were at in our stage of business or lots of other things, right? We kept in touch and that led to meeting a lot of other great people and opening it up to their network and opening my network to them and really helping to raise everybody's visibility. It's such a great strategy. And here I will shamelessly add my plug for the impactful introduction sessions that I offer because a lot of people hate networking because they don't know how to introduce themselves. If that's you and you ramble on and it's word salad and you're like, yeah, so I think, um, well, I've been doing this for this long. Or if you start with, hey, I'm such and such and you give your title and where you work and that's your networking introduction, we need to talk. Uh, There's a lot better ways to introduce yourself. So check out the impactful introduction session on semiconventional.com. It's at a great price point, so it's very accessible. And I cannot wait to work with you on your introduction because that is one of my favorite things to do with clients. It's just so much fun and you get so much value out of it. It's something that will last you a lifetime. So again, think about networking as being that strategy that pulls all the other strategies together, right? Leveraging your social media wisely, engaging as a public speaker, and publishing in some way, whether you publish yourself, whether you publish books or articles, or whether you're simply contributing to other publishers, books, articles, and whatnot. Networking ties all of that together to give you more connections and even further amplify your visibility. Now, before we go, I just want to mention a quick yellow, maybe a red flag about quality versus quantity when it comes to your visibility. You could be everywhere all the time, posting on social media, you know, six times a day. You could be doing public speaking events and writing a book and promoting that book. And you can be in all the places on all these collaborators' channels. And it's not necessarily more beneficial for you to be everywhere. The quality of your interactions and your visibility strategy 
is so much more valuable than the quantity of your interactions. Now, again, this is a balance. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. But let's say you're giving away all of these insights, but they're not all that valuable. Well, that's going to hinder your thought leadership journey. But if you're in fewer places giving much more valuable, impactful insights that people really walk away and go, oh, wow, that was really interesting. That really made me see this in a different way, right? That's much more valuable than having a high volume of interactions where it's just okay. I think probably everybody listening to this podcast is more concerned about the true value that they're bringing to their industry, right? So if that sounds right for you, I want you to think about that value that you're bringing and contributing meaningfully to your field, your area of expertise, and making a positive difference. For all of the clients that I work with, that is a non-starter, right? They all want to do this because it's the thing that they know they need to do. And it's not about, oh, let me just be in the spotlight and oh, let me get a little bit of fame online or things like that, right? They have learned how to successfully balance visibility with substantive contributions and achieve a lasting influence over time and not just be, hey, I remember that one lady talked about that thing one time and it was really good, but we've never heard from her again. Remember that your strategy does not have to be anyone else's strategy and probably shouldn't be exactly like anyone else's strategy, right? So when you're ready to work with someone that can help you come up with that strategy that works for you, for your goals, for what is aligned with where you're at, hit me up at semiconventional.com. In the meantime, I can't wait to see all of you being even more visible. Till next time. Before you go, thanks for listening. Hit that subscribe button, then leave a review so other aspiring thought leaders can find the show and hone their spoken image too. That's it for today. And remember, I'm rooting for you.